Hey friend, how are you? I hope you're well. Today I wanna talk to you about how I got into and out of $30,000 of debt. This is a continuation of the Fresh Wealth series that I've started because if we're gonna be talking about making money, spending money, money mindsets, it's only right that I share with you my journey and truly my wealth journey starts with this $30,000 of debt that I accumulated back in 2019. On February 8th, 2019, I quit my job in wealth management to pursue entrepreneurship. At this time, I probably had $600 in savings, if that, and no true idea of how I would make money immediately except for through baking. It's important to note that I was able to quit my job in this manner because I do not pay rent. Having such a small amount of savings was not as daunting to me because I didn't have to worry about rent, mortgage, or dependence. So if you have any of these things or any other overhead that is constant in your finances, it's important that you make sure that you calculate how much you're actually going to need before you do something like this so that you don't end up in a worse position than you were prior to quitting your job. In the first year of being an entrepreneur, I amassed $30,000 in debt. I already had some debt prior to quitting my job, but that coupled with no income, coupled with all of the things I needed to do to build my business, took me into $30,000 of debt. The way that I accumulated this $30,000 of debt was through investing in my business. So I was buying softwares, doing courses, buying materials, and also just living, right? Paying my bills and living my regular life. This is something that I knew prior to quitting my job was a risk and it was something that I had mentally braced myself for. And for those of you who are considering starting a business, making some big investments like this, I wanna share with you a few of the mentalities that really allowed me to be calm while amassing this debt because when I think about it now, it's kinda crazy, but in the midst of it, I never panicked, I never felt anxious, I never felt worried or concerned. The first mentality that allowed me to peacefully accumulate this debt was the fact that I believed that it was a worthy investment. If I did not believe that my business could be successful, that I could make money, that all of this money that I was investing by going into debt was going to reap tenfold, I would have dusted off my resume and applied for a job right away. So being in that mindset of, I know that this looks like a negative, but the net positive of it is worth it, allowed me to continue to invest wisely in myself, which was accumulating debt because I knew that eventually it was going to pay off. I also had to realize that this was going to be a lonely journey. When I think about the first year of entrepreneurship, there was a lot going on for me and I've done a few videos on everything that was happening at the time. But one of the things that I knew without a shadow of a doubt was that people were not gonna necessarily understand me or co-sign the decisions that I was making for myself. And understanding this braced me for the fact that a lot of this journey would have to be taken by myself. When I was in 
the height of this debt when I was inching up 22, 25,000 all the way up to 30, I realized that I could not tell anybody who was close to me about this debt. Not because they don't care about me or they don't love me, but because their fear could instill fear in me at a point where I wasn't yet fully confident enough to combat that. When I eventually told my family members and friends that I was $30,000 in debt, this was when I had already had a payment plan and I was set to pay it off. Their reactions made me so nervous. They were asking me about it constantly. They were making me feel like I had made the biggest mistake. But at this point, that could no longer affect me because I had already started making money. I was paying it down and I could foresee when it would be completely paid down to zero. But I could only imagine at the point where I was a wobbly new entrepreneur, not exactly sure what I was going to do or how I was going to make money. I could just think of how them telling me their fears at that moment could really shake my foundation because I'm not even seeing the fruits of my labor yet. I'm still walking in blind faith. And the fact on the ground is that girl, you owe a lot of money and I could not risk letting their thoughts cloud my judgment to a point where it could negatively impact my ability to go forward. So I decided that this was gonna be lonely and that was okay because I was built for it. This is my path. I believe it's worthy. I'm convicted about it. So going it alone was okay because I knew where I was going and I knew that when I got there, everybody would come meet me there and it would be great. Being able to have patience was another key point in being able to accumulate this debt and see it through to the point where I actually paid it off. Because when you start a business, there are so many rocky things that could happen. For me, I wrote my first poetry book through my brown eyes and I released it in October of 2019. By the end of 2019, going into 2020, I was booking speaking gigs, I was booking a book tour where I would go to different um, bookshops and really just sit there, talk about my book and sell. And what happened? The pandemic came and shut down the whole world. And because I had already had this foresight of the ways that I was going to make money, it could have been really, really difficult to bounce back in the times when every single opportunity that I had already pre-calculated was shut down by the pandemic. But because I understood that this was a patience game, this was compounding over time, this was the long game, I wasn't trying to be an overnight success who got rich quick and didn't know what to do. I knew that this was going to be something that would take time to sustain. That allowed me to be able to be patient in the times that the money wasn't coming in the way that I had expected it to, or when my forecasts of this is how much you're going to make, this is what you're going to be able to pay off was rattled by a pandemic that literally shut the world down. With these mindsets, I was able to stick it out. I was able to take my time and slowly make money, slowly build this business, pivot this business into the different paths that it took me because I was open to whatever way it was going to come. And on June 10th, 2022, I was able to completely pay off this debt, which was the biggest relief to me.
Mentality is amazing, it's necessary, it's great, but there are also practical things that need to be done, especially when you're trying to pay down your debt quickly. The first piece of advice on how to pay down your debt quickly is to create a true budget. And when I say a true budget, I'm not talking about writing out your expenses or what you think you spend weekly or monthly alone. I'm talking about going into your bank statements, your credit card statements, your cash, <laughs> your receipts, and really seeing how much you spend. A lot of us have this idea that if we write down those reoccurring expenses, that is our full budget. But a stop at the drive-through here, Starbucks here, an event here, two cocktails here, before you know it, you are spending so much extra. And on paper, you should have money left, but in truth, you don't because you're not really taking a true picture of how much you're making, how much you're spending, and where it's going. So the way that I created a true budget is that I created that regular reoccurring budget, but then I looked back three months in my bank statements, my credit card statements, and really saw where my money was going. And through three months of really tracking where my money was going and looking at the budget that I had created, it was very clear where the discrepancies were in the amount I should have left versus what I do have left. And being able to see it allowed me the opportunity to one, see the big picture, and then two, adjust accordingly. Maybe I believe that I spend $250 a month on eating out, going to the movies and hanging out with friends. But in the summer months when the vibes are vibing, maybe I'm spending more like $600. And being able to see the past three months of spending allows you to really create that budget. Another thing that I did was that I moved in cash. As much as possible, I tried not to get swipe happy. And the best way not to get swipe happy is to not have anything to swipe. So I would pull cash out at the beginning of the month and this cash is what I would use for everything from grocery shopping to miscellaneous. And because I am seeing the cash deplete in real time versus tapping and not checking my account, it made it much easier to understand how much I could spend and then really reframe my spending to ensure that I wasn't overspending and that I would be more likely to have money left at the end that I could reinvest into paying down my debt. Another key to paying down your debt is being committed to always putting in an amount. If possible, create a set amount that you will be using to pay off your debt. This could be $100 a month and anything that's left over or $200 a month and everything else goes into your savings. But staying consistent and committed to that little amount, even if it seems so tiny, especially in the grand scheme of whatever your debt is, this can really help you get in the habit and little by little that amount will be chipping away at the debt so that in 12 months if you're only saving 100 you'll still be paying down $1,200 every single year. And as you continue to make more money, increase that amount and if possible, automate it so that it automatically goes into that debt so you can't even see it to accidentally spend it because it's going straight into paying down your credit cards, your loans, your lines of credit or whatever else you have. The last thing I did to pay down my debt was find the path of least interest. The path of least interest is any and every credit card, line of credit, 
or option that allows you to pay the least amount of interest. One of the ways that you can do this is to look at all of your debt and see which cards have the most interest on them and begin by dumping money into those cards first to pay them down and then slowly moving into the lower interest cards so that in total you pay less interest. Another way to do this, which is what I did, was that I looked for low interest credit cards and also credit card offers that give you a balance transfer with no interest. In Canada, there are a few different cards that offer you the opportunity to transfer your debt balance from one credit card over to them for zero interest over a period of time. Usually they'll charge you about 2% of the amount that you're transferring over. But then for like, for some of them, they go from nine months to I think almost 14 months, you will pay zero interest on the amount within this credit card. A few of those cards that I have personally used that I used when I was still owing a lot of money was Tangerine Mobile, MBNA, as well as BMO Bank of Montreal. The cool thing about these cards was that I was able to move all of my money over to them and then pay down much quicker because none of my money is going towards paying interest. And what I would do is that if I was reaching the end of their non-interest period and I hadn't paid it all off, I would transfer that money to a line of credit that I had because at the time my line of credit had a lower interest rate than those credit cards. As of the time that I'm recording this video, the Canadian interest rate is skyrocketing, right? So a line of credit might not necessarily give you those options to pay down at a lower interest rate than a credit card, but it's always worth checking and also calling your bank. When I was in the beginning of this debt and I didn't really know what to do, I called one of my banks and I said, right now my rate is 19.99%. Is there a way to bring it down to maybe 11.99? And what they said was, yeah, there's another card that we could transfer you to, but you're not gonna be getting points on that card. And I'm like, at this point, I'm not getting points anyways because I am losing money by paying interest and I'm not trying to spend anymore. So I was able to make that trade-off of removing a points card for a season in order to get a lower interest rate to be able to pay less interest into my debt. So there are many different ways that you can go about this, but I believe that it is so important for you to do your research. However, it's possible for you to pay the least amount of interest. That is the path that you need to take to paying down your debt. I really hope that these tips help you. And for those of you who are building a business or investing into something that you know is going to put you in debt for a short period of time, I hope that the mentality shifts that I offered also give you a little bit of strength and confidence to continue to do this. I'm not gonna say it's easy because it definitely wasn't, but what I will say is that if you maintain conviction, if you keep going, if you work hard and you continue to realize that what you're doing is worthwhile and that faith persists, at the end, it will be worth it for you. I'd love to know what else you'd wanna see in this Fresh Wealth series as I continue to develop it. I've been getting a lot of messages and comments about what you wanna see, but please let me know in the comments below if there's anything specific or if you have any more questions on how I was able to pay down my debt in three years. Thank you so much for watching, friend. I want you to subscribe if you've loved this. 
like if you like it and share with a friend if you think that this video could be beneficial to them. I also want you to continue to be kind to yourself because you're a work in progress, making progress, and I'll talk to you again soon. Bye.